Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to a very delayed but another episode of the New Era Oilers podcast. I'm your host, Nick Chung. I'm here with my very, very good friend, Brett Wilson. Hey, man, long time no see. It feels like it's been <laughs> half a year, but it's only been, what, we're sitting at one-eighth of a season or something like that now since we've talked. So. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, you know, my bad. I got a few personal personal things going on but only good things so that's a good that's only a good positives start. that's it right so hey <laughs> hey man we're here that's all that matters now yeah yeah we're here and I'm, we're really hoping we're really aiming to get back to a more regular schedule i know things have been a little sporadic lately like i said it's mostly been me being really busy with personal stuff but i think that i'm gonna have a little bit more free time now and I think that, you know, we might be switching up the days, but uh, if we do, we'll for sure let you guys know on at New Era Oilers Twitter or at New Era Oilers Instagram, whichever way you like it, there will be an update there. There will be updates. Yes. Yeah. With, with quality content coming to you weekly. That's all that matters. folks. That's all that matters. Yeah. I know I've been keeping up the, the page, still keeping that up to date, but uh but the podcasts have been a little bit harder since they require like a little bit more. They, they require a little bit more uh, scheduling and time out of your day to make. But they're the fun part. So <laughs> they are the fun part, right? We get to sit here and talk hockey. And oh my gosh, do we have so much to talk about? Oh, considering considering how like how many games we've have played now, we haven't talked. I don't think once during the regular season. So. No, no oh, not like, the first game. Where do we start? Where do we start? What are your thoughts, Nick? You know what? I think I'm just gonna like uh, let everyone know that for today, I think we're just gonna like list off players and kind of discuss how we feel about them. Uh, you know, what? I'm gonna bring up the first player, and I think he's kind of like out of left field. But uh, what do you how do you feel about Warren Fogle so far? You know what? I've actually really liked him, man. I I think uh, as far as that. That bottom six role, he's been playing well. I think that whole line there is honestly always seems to be buzzing. Doesn't seem like they're getting a lot of the points, but they are always buzzing and always kind of creating chances, right? So, no, I honestly, I think he's fitting quite well to kind of the scheme we kind of have here. And I thought he's been been pretty solid for us. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I mean, I think he really uh, drives the play really well. Uh, he doesn't usually give up on plays. I would, I will say, I think he started the season better than where he is currently. Because um, uh, at the start of the season, he really had a jump to him. He, he really turned up the speed. And that didn't really go away as much. But I think that... Um, I think that he... You know, you kind of expect those those plays he makes to kind of start producing, I guess. Yeah. At the start, I guess, you know, it was just like, oh, this is nice to see our third line's doing something. But, like, mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, yeah, you're you're making all these chances, but we'd really like to see one of those go in. Oh, no, 100%. And that's kind of like a part of the reason why we brought them in, right? We kind of need that depth scoring. I know <laughs> it's it's one thing to constantly be on the forecheck, constantly causing turnovers and stuff like that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the points are what we brought you in for. And like you said, they just they haven't really been producing. Like, it's not that they're not playing well. Exactly. It's almost like they got that Yamamoto bug, but yep. it's uh, it's it's we just need the points at this point. I mean, 
Yeah, it's what kind of what we brought him in here for, right? He's kind of one of those guys that we thought would kind of bolster that bottom six. And you know what? They've done a great job. They've created a lot of chances. Just no finish. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And, sorry, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, luck's got to turn in their favor eventually. So if they keep up the hard work. You know, well, and I think that's kind of what we talked about with Yamamoto uh, kind of towards yeah. the end of last season when we were podcasting heavy there. And we kind of just said, like, you just got to kind of stick to it. Uh, eventually it'll come. It's, it's not that you're not getting quality chances. Um, it just sometimes you hold the stick too tight until you get that one or whatever. And mm-hmm. I, I think I think it'll come. It's just it's, it's yeah. hard to say. It's hard to say. Like you said, it's just kind of a luck thing. You kind of need the luck to be on your side at this point. Yeah, no, for sure. But hey, I will say I will give credit where credit is due. I mean, I think he drives the play really well. I would like to see him play the body a little bit more. Uh, he's kind of a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, if he was – like I'm not saying he has to completely revitalize his game, become a checker, but like, you know, maybe finish a couple checks here and there. Wouldn't be too bad, you know. Drive up the energy. Although I will say that um, that that may change with Cassian being back in the lineup recently, since you know on on his line that should be Cassian's role. But since he's been out, I guess I've expected Fogel to do that, even though maybe that's not what he should be doing. It's more Cassian's thing. We'll see. I know it. And to be totally honest, it was kind of a – it kind of hurt my soul a little bit to see Cassian go down with that injury there. And yeah. Oh, he boy. was – honestly, he was buzzing. He was honestly flying around there before he got injured there. And it was – it was I was like, oh, this is the Cassian <laughs> we always wanted. This is – we got him back. And then sure enough, he gets injured. But like you said, he is back in the lineup now. So hopefully he can get back to playing that same way and – being that tenacious forward and that guy that we can rely on to kind of bang the body and help tire out defensemen. So, but yeah, Fogle, if we can get him hitting a little more, but I, like you said, it's not primarily the reason he's here. So it's one of those things that it's, eh. Yeah, yeah I know. It's kind of a nitpick. Other guys that should be doing that too. So yeah, kind of, kind of a nitpick, but I know, but uh, I think it just, I think my, the reason I come to that conclusion is because it kind of seems like most of our, like, we don't really have a lot of that kind of uh, sandpaper, I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, it really just kind of begins and ends with Cassian. So yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, a little bit of that out of Fogel and stuff like that, you know? Because yeah, he is sure. one of the bigger guys in our in our forward core. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, I think we got rid of a lot of our sandpaper last season i.e. like jujar and stuff like that but um i mean we replaced them with speed right we replaced them with a little bit more speed a little bit more i want to say a little bit more talent because i'm, I'm probably pretty accurate if we're comparing guys like um oh, yeah. and stuff like that right so but of course at the end of the day like you said we need that we we need our third line to be tenacious causing turnovers but we also need them to be that line that we can go out there and kind of hammer guys and stuff like that right so yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, no, I I could agree with you on all on all that. So, uh, yeah. Well, sorry. Continue. Sorry, no, no, no. I was going to change the subject. So if you got something else, no, I, that's okay. You go ahead. <laughs> okay. Now I was just going to say, you know, we touched on him briefly, so we might as well go into him. Uh, Zach Cassian. Yeah, no, I'm, I know. Like, it probably won't get a ton out of us because he hasn't played a ton so far this season. That bad injury. 
nope, honestly, I've been so happy to see the way he's played this start of the season and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's uh yeah, no, I mean he scored what one against Vegas or two against Vegas? I think one against Vegas. One against uh, Vegas, yeah. Right. So it's no, um honestly, Cassian is kind of been that player i.e. obviously before that injury he was that player we were kind of hoping he would come back to be this season right um he was definitely not that guy last year he seems to have a little bit more pep into his step this season um and we like you said we need that sandpaper in our lineup and it's just nice to see he's firing on what seems like all cylinders so it's happy i'm happy to see him back into the lineup and hopefully he can continue that play yeah, no, for sure. I think he's. Uh, uh, I think he really has gelled with with Vogel and with Ryan. I think that's uh, been a really decent line for us uh, when they do get to play together. Because uh, Ryan, well, we'll get to Ryan, but uh, <laughs> but uh, no, but no, yeah, I definitely agree. Cassian has really been that spark plug when he's been in the lineup. I mean, even tonight in tonight's game, he had a fight already against Logan Stanley. Yeah, that's a big open. customer he's taken on. So, yeah, right. Like six, seven, I believe. Slogan yeah, I know. But you know what? He <laughs> stood in there. He stood in there. And for the record, <laughs> to everybody else, we are doing the recording while we are playing the Winnipeg Jets tonight. Um, yes. On so, the second half of the home. Yeah. Home. <laughs> just so everyone's aware of what we're talking about. But yep. uh, um, yeah, no. Uh, it was crazy to watch him in that fight because he knew he was going against a much bigger dude, and you could tell he was kind of waiting and waiting and waiting, waiting for him to throw that first punch so he could throw a counter. Just kind of shows you the kind of hockey sense or fighting sense, I guess you should say, Cassian has because you know, he's a big boy he went up against. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, that just shows his fearlessness. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and, you know, kind of um, calmly, if they watch the video before the fight, he kind of calmly gets into it, looks around real quick before he gets into it, and I'm like, hey, you should be watching that guy all times. <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, he, I think he um, he knows he's uh, one of the tougher guys out there. You know, oh yeah, he really 100%. embraces that role. I think he relishes it honestly. Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent. Um, well, I guess we should round out the third line with Ryan. Why not? Wow. Uh, well, how have you felt about Ryan so far this season? Honestly, I. Started the season strong. He scored against Calgary in that home opener. Um, honestly, I don't mind having him here, to be honest with you. I think he's a solid centerman and stuff like that and uh, quality PK. Um, yeah, no, I honestly, I, I've been I've been kind of loving that whole third line, to be honest with you. So I personally have no real qualms with any of them. I've actually really enjoyed what they brought to this team and I, I like we've talked about wish they could score a little more, but that whole third yep. line honestly has just been tremendous. Yeah, I have to I have to agree with you on Ryan. Like Ryan, um I I've really liked what I've seen out of him. Uh I will say I will preface that with he is a smaller guy, so I know you do see him get rubbed out a lot. You do see him kind of lose a couple battles here and there that you know a bigger guy wouldn't. But mm-hmm. I think I would counter that with while Ryan's fighting those battles when no one else is, you know? Yeah, no, for and sure. he's been excellent in the face-off dot. He's cut off passes here and there when need be, especially on the PK. I've noticed he's really good at just calmly getting that puck out, and he covers his man really well. I've actually really enjoyed Ryan as well. 
yeah, no, he's definitely he gets stick in the lanes and stuff like that, takes away passes and just kind of um one of those guys we've been able to kind of count on with uh with the few uh people that left there in the offseason that kind of had that role beforehand. He's kind of come in and we talked about it before. Um how is that kind of why we brought him in? And it was clearly evident that's exactly why we brought him in and he's he's done really well for us in those scenarios so it's very awesome to see like i said the whole third line been really good i no qualms with any of them so (laughs) yeah i think it's a really balanced third line like i mean like when when healthy obviously we haven't got to see like a ton of it or as much as i would have enjoyed to see Mm -hmm. the fogel ryan cassian line but i mean the best part is is we we've still only what I think twenty percent into the season I think is what you had mentioned yeah. earlier. No, so for we sure. got so much time as long as like you said they can stay healthy. But it would be nice to see what a, a good ju- chunk of games can get them. Maybe a little bit yeah. more of uh, they gel a little more. Maybe they find the net a little more eventually. Right, a little bit more time together. So yeah, for sure. No, that's what I was going to lead into. Is I think it'll come because I think it's a very well designed line. You know, you got Ryan in yep. the middle, who's really good at winning a faceoff when need be, which is something we've needed for so long. He's yeah. a faceoff specialist, even though Drysaddle has really improved this year. But we will get to him. <laughs> oh hell! Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And uh, you know, and you got Fogel, who's got a, a nice touch of skill, really drives the play. He's not exactly a grinder per se, but he's really speedy and gets into corners and he doesn't really yep. give up on plays. And then you got Cassian who can have that skill, but has that sandpaper who does battle in the, in the corners and does yep. win those puck battles from time to time. And, you know, they, they, I think it's a well-designed line, uh, but I would like to see it um, pay off. And I think yep. that when it does, like, I think it'll probably be like, Maybe you remember when we traded for Ryan Strom and yep. he was having a really rough go of it. And then towards the end of that first season, I believe, he just started heating up. Yep, I totally and remember that. He just went on a total heater. I kind of, I kind of, I don't want to say expect that, but kind of think that that's maybe where this line may be headed. I, like, I would, that would be the perfect time for it to happen down the stretch. To be yeah, totally right down the stretch, they just kind of start really clicking. I kind of feel like that like when the intensity's turned up, that kind of mm-hmm. line can really help you out. I'm hoping, anyway. Oh, 100%. Um, 100%. And they've showed it. In all fairness, they've showed it. They just haven't been able to score, right? They've shown what they've been able to do. They've shown what they've been able to do with a cycle. They've shown what they've been able to do on a four-check, um, defensively, on the neutral zone. Though. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, and they've shown all these things. The only thing they haven't done is really produce the points. But, uh, like you said, it will come uh, a little bit more time together. Hopefully, a little bit of luck on their side goes their way and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, hopefully. Yeah, um, no, for sure. Speaking of payoffs. Yep. Please. Can we talk Hyman now? <laughs> I think I think I'd like to talk Hyman now too. Can we talk Hyman? Can we talk? Thank you, Toronto Maple Police, for letting this guy come to us because I am telling you, I know we talked about his contract and we're like, yeah, 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 at the beginning of the season. But you know what? In all fairness, he keeps playing like this. You know what? He's had a few chances even in this game. He seems to have a few chances every single game he plays. But Uh, the work this guy puts in, like, you don't don't understand it till you watch him every game. I don't. It's true. Because as, as a hockey fan, I, I knew of him before, mm-hmm. but I never really knew this, if that makes any sense. Like, yep. No, I 
this is the type of player that we have we've needed for so long and he's having a killer start to this season and oh my gosh man i just thank you toronto for letting him come that's all i gotta say zach hyman is one of the most probably one of the biggest ads the oilers have made probably within the last what do you want to say like 10 years almost Zach Hyman has been, from day one, had such an impact on this roster. You know, I think it's really telling because every time I watch Zach Hyman play, every game he's in, um, whenever the Oilers seem to have this lull, you know, and it would happen last year, the year before that, where it would kind of get into this lull of the game where, you know, they'd really let up and, like, a few goals would go by. And it's those moments where you're like, yep, this game is over. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Every single time I feel like that's about to happen, I see Hyman break out by himself, skate all the way down to the end of the the other end of the zone, and try a wraparound. And it yeah. sparks the team every yeah. time. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I'm actually quite surprised at this, the hands this guy has. Like, that goal yeah. against Boston where he came out of the corner. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, Boston had scored their second goal, just got up ahead of us. Uh, they'd scored their first goal, and we scored, I think, within a minute of that. And then, sure enough, Boston scores, and Zach Hyman takes this absolute walk from the corner. Beautiful. Like, just the type of player he is, straight to the net and goal. You know what I mean? Like, we yep. don't have a lot of players that are willing to go to those hard zones in the slot. Um, a lot of those shots will come from, like, outside or – the only time they're really in front of the net is when a, another dude is shooting the puck um, I, I, outside of, let's say, McDavid and Dreisaitl and players like that. Unless it's a one-touch pass to them, the chances are they're they're not shooting from there, right? Like, yeah, if they're they're not they're not taking the puck and walking to the slot. A lot of the times, a lot of them are sitting in the slot and get, receiving a pass and shooting. But to watch him walk out of that corner and just a beautiful little backhand goal against Boston, it was just, I was like, see, this is the kind of stuff that just, you just love to see it, right? You just love yep. to see it. That's exactly why we brought him on. And like you said, he could just change. It changed change momentum. The, exactly, right? Like It does. Like, and, and it's not just that, but on the penalty kill too, the amount of times him and Nuge have gone off on a two-on-one on the penalty kill this year, I'm surprised they haven't scored yet. 100%. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Almost at least once a game on the penalty kill, the two of them break out, get on a two-on-one. You know, something usually happens or they get defended really well. But the point is, is it it, it boosts morale. You know, you want to talk about intangibles. Those are intangibles. 100%. And intangibles you can see and feel and are like, they happen right in front of you. You know, the energy, the attitude he has, the, the, the non-stop work ethic. It's inspiring to me watching them. <laughs> I couldn't imagine what it does for the guys on the bench, seeing your guy just blaze up on his own and McDavid is, you know, on the bench. When McDavid's on the bench, there's still somebody out there who's working just as hard and proving to everyone that, hey, guys, we're still in this, you know? Yeah, no, there's no – it's kind of one of those players that there. it's not over till the – till the third period ends or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Till the fat lady sings and he, he'll play right <laughs> up until that last second of the game, right? Like I'm, it's, yeah, it's just, no a breath, it's kind of a, I want to say like a breath of fresh air as far as uh, what we've needed on that top 
top line, right? I, I mean, doesn't matter where he's playing, whether or not he's with his whether he's playing with McDavid or whether he's playing with down spot. Really, he's been he's been so useful in both areas and all over the ice. It's just it's uh, definitely one of those acquisitions that I think Oilers fans can kind of sit back and be like, yeah, I'm definitely happy he's here. Yeah, I mean, sometimes he, he he's not like the most noticeable. Uh, yeah. Like, because obviously, you know, when McDavid's on the ice, you're watching McDavid. <laughs> 100%. But, uh, but his work is, it, it's honestly, it's it's so, like you said, a breath of fresh air. It's very refreshing to see that somebody is, you know, going for those wraparounds, going around, and, you know, he's, he's not giving up those battles in the corners. He came exactly as advertised. And that isn't two games in, one preseason game in, five games in. 20% through the season, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And the guy has been exactly as advertised from day one. I, yeah. I honestly, I, I barely have any grievances with Hyman at all. Like, no. And then there's the other side of things, too. I think he's becoming that fan favorite we talked about. I mean, I know myself personally, I always am looking forward to whenever there's a post-game interview with Hyman, you know? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, he seems to really embrace the city too, which is, I mean, if there's one thing about this city is if you show us love, we're going to show you it 10 times back. So it's, and you you bring us uh, a work pail to the rink every day and play like that. I mean, we're only going to support you even more. And it's like you said, it's just, he's never really upset. He's never really mad. Even when we're down, he still seems to be happy. At the end of a game, he's always happy. So it's, it's nice to see that we can kind of count on a, kind of player like like a glue guy you could kind of sense right like yep. a guy that when things are getting tough he's kind of that steady force you know that's just always going to be there no matter what doesn't matter if we're up if we're down he's just constantly going to play his play and it's one of those players you can kind of look at and be like all right he's not giving up neither can we so it's honestly it's 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 it's, it's great it's honestly it's i great. have to agree i mean if he keeps this up like this could look like a steal of a contract, even <laughs> like because yep. uh, it's it's been it's been phenomenal. Like I I really enjoyed what I've seen out of Hyman, and like those are like I was saying earlier, like those are the intangibles that we need on this team. Yep. Like energy, glue, some guy who's good in the locker room, some guy who's you know some guy who's not going to quit and who's going to spark your bench. And the fact that he can do it so reliably and what it seems like pretty easily, like it's just part of his base kit that he's going to spark everyone every time he's out there. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed Zach Hyman from the moment, um, from the moment he stepped on the ice practically. Yeah. It's been all good stuff. Yep. No, he definitely, he's definitely been one of those players that I'm definitely grateful we got. Um, Little, little anxious, little upset by the contract at first, and I'll be the first one to admit it. I mean, you go yep, back to the pods. I'll, we were both a little skeptical. <laughs> a little um, skeptical. But I'll, I'll chew my words just like I chewed my words with Darnell Nurse last year. I think uh, <laughs> I think he's come in and proved everybody, proved to everybody that he's exactly as advertised, and that's kind of what we're getting, and that's – can't be anything but excited about it. Yeah, right. And I mean, I, I guess one other thing that I, I never really like thought about, <clears throat> sorry, when he was um, coming in is that, you know, usually like these guys who come in, they're not exactly as advertised. It's because, you know, Edmonton's kind of a hard city to play in. 
this guy's coming from Toronto. Yeah. I mean, I, if anything, this is kind of like, you know. A walk in the, the park. Yeah, the equivalent of our guys going out to L.A. or something. Like, he's like, now he can just play and not focus on the pressure as much. Yep. And, it, and it's kind of funny. It, it kind of feels nice to have that work in our favor for once. Yeah, right. It's usually the opposite way. Um, yeah. yeah. No, it's definitely nice to see. Um, speaking of other, other acquisitions, let's talk uh, mm-hmm. Duncan Keith. What do you think of the Duncan Keith so far this year? Oh, wow. I'm not going to lie to you. Duncan Keith has been exactly as I thought he would be. And <laughs> that is not a good thing. <laughs> no. Um, he has yeah. been – I honestly I, – I was starting to believe towards the beginning of the season, you know, because in the beginning of the season, you know, he was steady. Yeah. You know, nothing nothing uh, great, but serviceable, you know? Yeah. But as, as the season wears on, you know, he is as bad as everyone says. <laughs> like, it, I was honestly shocked <laughs> to see, like, how bad – he can be like the giveaways are so egregious and right in front of the net. I mean, even earlier in this game, there's a point where Skinner goes off, makes a save, goes straight to, to Keith and he puts it straight on Winnipeg stick right in the slot. Thank God it didn't result in the goal, but it's just those things that are just, ugh. it's been well, rough. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I, I honestly want to, like, I just kind of want to touch on the fact that I think it's kind of been rough defensively for the whole team. Um, I think if you look at our I, games, I think – and that's another thing I want to talk about. We'll get into Costco later because I'm I'm not on everybody's bandwagon about how happy they are with him this season. But we'll talk about right. that later. Um, I personally think it's kind of been a, a rough goal these last little bits. I think we've kind of relied a little bit too heavily on our goal scoring. and uh, It was a rough road trip. Right. And, wow. Well, I just think all season. I think we'll talk. Like I said, we'll talk about that later. Let's talk Keith right now. But yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, no. I think. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of sad because I don't know. I had high hopes for Keith. I had high hopes that he'd come in and kind of do exactly what Hy- Hyman did and kind of come in and kind of prove that he was kind of worth what he got and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it's been tough. But I think it's been tough for a few guys on the back end this season. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Right. So uh, especially, yeah, no, sorry, Keith, sorry. Keith is definitely that staple point that will be signed. We expected to get a certain caliber of player, and I don't even think we've got that yet. So it's yeah. it's tough. Like, don't get me wrong, that first pass is usually great. Yeah, I mean, zone. there's things he can do still. Yeah, right. Stuff like that. Like, he moves the puck well in the offensive zone. He's, um, Pinch is solid in the defensive zone, but it's just those, like you said, it's kind of like he panics with the puck a little bit sometimes. Yeah, I think it has to do a lot with his speed going. Yeah. Because no, then, like, you know, he knows he can't beat anyone to a puck, so he kind of just panics and throws it away. Or maybe it's his stamina going, because I know, like... Could be. So once you're gassed, you know, you just start throwing stuff around, mm-hmm. trying to get it as far the hell away from you as possible. <laughs> well, basically, yeah. You know? So you can get the hell off. Yeah, so I don't know what it is exactly, but I think the thing that disappoints me the most about Keith is I kind of expected that stuff. Like, I expected him to be a step behind, literally, and, like, expected him to probably not play, obviously not play huge minutes or anything. But the stuff that I'm disappointed that I'm not seeing is I'm not seeing that gritty, those gritty veteran plays, you know? Like, I'm not seeing, like, 
you know, like uh, battling in front of the net or battling in the boards or like that tough sandpaper that I kind of thought he might like, I know I, I thought for sure, actually, like if you're bringing in a guy like that, that's, you know, kind of past his prime and, yep. and in the, the back half of his career that those, those veteran sandpaper marks would definitely be up there, but they really haven't. I mean, if anything, he kind of gets pushed off the puck more than often than not. Yeah, no, you kind of think you're going to get those uh, savvy veteran moves where you get the old freaking kind of getting under guys' skin and stuff like that. And just exactly. Those, those cheeky yeah. plays, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. But Yeah, like, like a said, Corey Perry on the back Exactly, end. right? Yeah. So, But, no, it's definitely it's definitely been hard to hard to deal with. Um, like I said, I, I had higher hopes when he came into this season. Um, but he's definitely kind of – We'll say came as advertised, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Um, it's kind of what people kind of warned us about, but we were kind of uh, optimistic Oilers fans. See, this is the kind of thing that bites us in the ass sometimes, is that we're too optimistic about some of these players. However, yeah, who's not to say he's not helping tremendously to these younger guys or in the room, stuff like that. I don't know. It's hard to say, but his play on the ice, kind of trash. Yeah, it's been – yeah, it's been disappointing. Uh, yes. I can't even lie to you. It's been really disappointing. Even I like even I kind of went in with a lower bar because you know how I felt about that trade. I had read oh, up yeah. like, a whole notebook <laughs> on, on how I felt about that. But like, even I was like let down on because I was expecting at least that like savvy veteran presence. Well, which may be in the locker room, but on the ice, it's definitely not showing. No. Um. Not. Someone else I've been really disappointed with on the back end has actually been Slater Cuckoo. Uh, yes. He's been noticeably taking a step behind from last season. And it's been it's been kind of hard to watch. You know, he takes some bad penalties here and there. And he's also not distributing the puck well. It's, I don't know, it's been kind of a nightmare scenario for him. No, I think I agree. I well, not that I think I agree with you. I do agree with you, and I think that's kind of why we've probably seen. I think Russell's popped in a few times. Is that who he took over? Was Cooper? Yep. Was, yeah, yeah, it was right. And yep. I, like for obvious reasons, I think. Um, I mean, I don't think we're going to see anybody really take over Duncan Keith's spot on the back end. However, uh, guys like Cuckoo and stuff like that, unless they're producing and playing well. We'll probably start to see a little bit more Russell, which I mean, I'm not really overly upset with. I don't mind his ability to block shots. He plays a yeah. Plays an, he plays a, a decent defensive game. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, I don't know. It's, I, don't I know. know. I know exactly how you feel because that's exactly how I feel about him too. Is like he's uh he's I don't love him, but I don't hate him. Kind of one. Of those yeah, things. like he's still good for what he does, like blocking shots and stuff. But I mean him too like he's at that point where the game is kind of past him like he's mm-hmm. not as fast his passes aren't very crisp um he's not you know he's kind of he's more of a seventh guy which he is on this team yeah or he should be but cuckoo's kind of getting outplayed by him which is a terrible sign because russell is you know he's more of an extra guy or like a guy you bring in for specialty reasons you know yep no 100 percent, and um yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. It's just, it's, yeah, like I said, it's it's hard to see uh, Cuckoo not really come back this year and have a, yeah. a solid season, right? I mean, we were kind of hoping he would. 
Um, I was high on him. I think like, a lot a lot of our defensive setup kind of relied on it because we didn't know the type of player we were getting um, with uh, Keith. We know yep. the type of player we're getting with Barry. <laughs> yeah, oh, um, boy. <laughs> right? However, you know what? Can I say, though, uh, Cody Cece has done really good. I've actually really enjoyed to have him on this back end. Let's, let's put I, that I, out there. I'm glad you brought up Cece because I think he's been really solid. I think I, he's, uh, you know. He's yeah. been he's one of those players he's kind of like I'm, now he's not as good as Larson was but he is kind of like Larson in the in the sense that like he's at the best when you don't notice him and you barely notice CC unless he's taking a shot which is a good thing. No, 100% and he scored Bro. his he scored his first goal with the others there not long ago so and yeah. I think you know, the one thing he does the best is he doesn't overcomplicate things. Did you notice? Yep. Puck is on his stick, it's up the ice. Puck is on his stick, it's up the ice. He knows the type of player he is. He's not the guy that's going to rush it from end to end. Yeah, exactly. So he, as soon as he gets that puck, head up, boom, gone. It's gone, right? Like, and he, defensively, he's solid, plays the body. Um, like you said, he's not that Adam Larson type player, but he's similar, very similar. He's um, very similar, yeah. Right, and I think it's kind of, it's kind of been kind of a breath with kind of these, a breath of fresh air with kind of some of these other defensemen that have kind of stepped back and been not what we wanted them or needed needed that we'll say needed because it's more needed them to be this way right so yeah and i now i also have to preface that with cc has been above average even like he's not he's not just average like he's pretty he's been decent back there yeah he has been decent back there with keith i mean like imagine if you got this guy like a decent d pair yep no like kiki uh, kiki sorry (laughs) cc The CC has been has been uh, exactly as advertised too, which you know I was really skeptical because I know we, it was kind of a risk. You're taking him on for what is it? I think four years. He's signed on for. I think so. Yes. Uh, but so far, so good. Like he's looked exactly what he should be. Second pair defense. Consistent. Solid four. He's yeah. looked consistent, and I think that's the biggest thing we we can attribute to his plays. He's been consistent defensively. Uh, well, wouldn't say offensively, but I mean, like I said, it was nice to see him score his first goal with the others there a while ago. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you don't expect it from that guy either. No, but... right? That's what I'm saying. So it's he's just been a consistent player. Like every single game, you know, he's going to play hard in the corners. He's going to battle in front of the net, and he's going to make those quick passes out of our zone. I Like you said, he's been playing with Keith, so he's had to play a little bit more defensively off of those turnovers. But uh, Yeah, and that? I think that I think those, like, I don't know what his plus minus is, but I could imagine that, you know, if there is a blemish on there, I don't think it's, I probably don't think it's his fault, honestly. Oh, actually, you know what? I did see something. I'm pretty sure all the people that were brought in to this Oilers roster yeah. this season are all technically at a minus right now. Wow. That's, that's... All of them, <laughs> including Hyman. Including, including Hyman. Hyman. Yeah. Every single one of the guys that we brought in, that Ken Holland has brought in is at a minus rate. That's yikes. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't yes. know. Um, I will attribute that some of that to Koskinen, though, and we'll like I said, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, well, we'll get we'll get there. We're still on defense. Still like, on defense. Yeah, we're still on defense. <laughs> we'll get there. I promise. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, I, but a lot of it is just kind of like like we've talked about earlier. That, We've had a rough couple games here defensively as as a team, not just our defensive core, as a team. 
Yep. Because there's some blemishes even on our top six that are having issues too, right? Defensively. Yeah, I, I right, know. So. Like, last, like, especially this road trip, it just kind of seems like kind of had trouble right out the gate. I don't know. Like, they're coming flat-footed pretty much every game on that road trip. Yeah, like Buffalo. I re- I honestly mm-hmm. – oh, I know Buffalo was terrible. I – yeah, like I really, I honestly expected us to kind of shit on them, to be totally honest with you. <laughs> and then I, I always knew like Winnipeg, they're the last game. I knew they would be a tough game, but I did not expect them to absolutely just manhandle us the whole game. And yeah. it was it was honestly kind of frustrating. Because, yeah, it was very frustrating because, you know, it's Winnipeg. Right? Uh, That's like what the fans I mean. want to see us beat the crap out of Winnipeg after oh. what they did to us. Like, Right? So, come on. It's just frustrating, but. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. And uh, but speaking, keeping on the topic of season grades, um, and and on defense, uh, what have you thought of the young Evan Bouchard? I don't mind him. I think sometimes you can kind of see. I th- I want to say I think it's really awesome that he's getting the chance to kind of play a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, I think penalty kill. Like some of these the stuff that he's been doing out there just to kind of clear the zone. You know what I mean? He's he doesn't panic a lot of the times. He gets that takes that second to lift his head, see what's going on, and then obviously dumps the puck down. Um, there is times I do think that he's kind of getting overwhelmed in there. I, I know some yeah. of the forwards in the league are huge, so I, I think he's still he's still a young man, right? So he's not really that 30-year-old strength yet. You know what I mean? If that makes yeah. any sense to you. So in no, the corners, you can kind of see it a little bit. However, his puck moving has been good. Um, I like his uh, offensive play. I think he's now starting to kind of join the rush a little bit too, which is kind of nice to see as well, right? So I, yeah. I think I think it's kind of one of those things that you can kind of tell he's kind of NHL ready. Um, I oh, think yeah. this, the size thing, that's just going to come. He's just going to have to learn how to kind of – defensively play those guys or box out a little better when it comes to the bigger guys. But yep. um, that'll come as far as the strength. We all know you kind of get stronger as you get older in a sense. That's why oh, we call it old man strength, right? So yeah, um, it, it'll come around for him. But no, it's been – I think he's had a very good start to this season. No, I, I definitely agree. I mean, I would say uh, – I'd wager he's probably been one of our best defensemen. Like, yeah, just he does look pretty calm, pretty steady out there, especially when he's moving the puck out. But I will agree, um, he was he did, he did get beat out a couple times there in front of the net. And I do think that will come with time. I mean, this is his first full season, technically. So I think that that strength will come. It's definitely something he's going to have to work on this offseason. Um, and, yeah, I would like to see a little bit more of edge to his game sometimes. Like, I'm not saying, like, he's got to be, like, you know, hacking Dirty. down the party, yeah, for sure. but like you know, like a little cross check here and there wouldn't be too bad. I, that's something that I kind of wish I saw more out of him. But um, overall, I'd say yeah, he's been pretty good. I mean, he takes smart shots, which I absolutely love. Like he really he hangs on for that second before when he's going to take a shot, or he either that or he knows he's in a spot where it's going to go straight to the net and either you know create some some confusion in front or or just genuinely has a chance to score hurt yeah no for sure and And i I really think that that's that's good because you know well we'll get to him but you know on the on the other hand of that you know barry i would say doesn't really take the smartest shots and if you compare the two when they're shooting it's 
an instant. You can tell. Like Bouchard really takes a moment to really pick his spots. Oh yeah, no, he does. And you know what? If you notice, not all of his shots are slap shots either. Um, yeah, exactly. A lot of the, a lot of the times are just little quick little snaps getting through, keeps them low, gets them on the net, and that's kind of what, what we talked about at the beginning of the season. Actually, kind of in the yeah. off season there a little bit is. That's kind of what I was hoping he would bring to this team because that's one of those things I feel, especially come playoff times, you're looking for those grimy goals late in games, and that's the kind of shots you need. And if you notice, yeah. none of our other real – outside of maybe CeCe, I don't think you really see our D-men getting those shots through a lot of the times unless it's obviously really. – right? Unless we don't have traffic. It's usually when we don't have traffic is when our defensemen are shooting, and that's kind of another frustrating part. Yeah, no, I think Bouchard honestly is – He's been great. Like I know there, he's had uh, he had a really rough uh, road trip though. I will say, defensively, it wasn't. It was obviously he was a step behind on this road trip. But I think we could say you know he's a rookie. I think we it, could say it the, time, the whole team was kind of behind this. I this I, I definitely trip. agree with that. But I will say like that's when he was getting beat, like right in front of nets and stuff like that. It was that road trip. And I think that's not a bad thing. Like, it's still early in the season. We didn't lose every game, you know, and we were competitive in most, if not all of them. Yep. So, like, you know, it's just something to learn from. He's, he's a rookie defenseman, and he's only going to get better. And what we have right now, it's it's honestly been pretty promising. Yeah. He's yep. looking like a real solid top four, maybe even at reaching true potential top pair guy. Oh, 100%. 100%. You know? He kind of reminds me of a young Darnell Nurse, you know, when we're kind of talking about how that physicality wasn't there early on. You remember when he was in his, like, first couple seasons or the first one or two seasons, he'd get pushed around a lot? Yeah, I do. And, like, that's just part of that strength, right? Like, that that kind of thing will come, right? But uh, Yeah, but it did come because we knew that Darnell Nurse had the the frame for it. And so does Boucher. Like, he's a big boy, too. Yes, he is 100% a big boy. And I – Think I honestly want to say he's probably just a touch smarter than Darnell Nurse. I mean that all still need to be proven. Uh, however, yeah. <laughs> however, I think just his kind of like his mindset, his, his ability to make just those little bit of passes. I think if you look at Darnell Nurse, he's more of a skate with the puck kind of guy, whereas yep. Bouchard is more of a I'll get you the puck kind of guy. Yeah, and exactly. I'll get pucks through for you kind of guy. And I think those are kind of they're they're both kind of things you need in players yep. um and 100%. it's it's nice to have a, two guys that can do that right because a lot of the times you'll get one or you'll get the other on a team but it's nice to have both of that come in and like yeah no, about, i definitely agree yeah like the size will come like you said but his hockey his hockey sense is definitely definitely there so yeah yeah and you can't teach that no 100% so yeah, no, I, I've been really impressed with him. Uh, so I guess we, we kind of have to talk about him because we talked about just what everyone else in the decor. Mm-hmm. Tyson Berry. Tyson Berry. I think it's the same as usual. I'm still frustrated with him. I still hate <laughs> to watch him handle the puck, and I still hate to watch him skate with the puck. Um, I, don't, I think the only saving grace uh, – we really have is that I believe he's been playing with nurse, correct? Yep. Yeah, he was playing with nurse and then, so luckily we have one reliable defenseman on, <laughs> on that line at the time. So I think it's just one of those things that 
man, I just get so frustrated with this guy because I've seen this guy, like, even in this game against Winnipeg today, I, the puck went into the corner, and for some reason, somehow, he literally knocked it to the slot and gave uh, Winnipeg a, a, another chance in the slot, right? And it's yeah. like, dude, like, how can you do this? Like, the puck was literally just on your stick. How do you fumble the bag like that? Yeah, I, I know. It's like, there's just so many things with this game. Like, he's very sporadic. On the honestly, it's been kind of like I, this may be a little bit of a hot take, but for me, it's been really it's been kind of hard watching him on the power play, even 100%. Man, because I, I've been thinking about it for a while. It'd be really nice, it'd be really nice to see him swap <laughs> out for Bouchard, to be honest with you, right? Or even just because, like, I know, like, um, you like not long ago on this road trip, we kind of went three games straight without scoring a power play goal, mm-hmm. and then we switched Nurse onto the on the power play, we mm-hmm. scored two that night, two out of three. I think. Yeah. Like no, it's, well, his shot selection. I, I think he's starting to be like, cause his points aren't, aren't there. Like they were last year at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think he's starting to get a little frustrated with that. Cause he knows that's what he's good for. So he's really starting to shoot a lot more on the power play. Yeah. And let's be honest here on a power play that has Nuge, Hyman, McDavid, Drysaddle, and Barry. Who? Which one of those guys you want shooting the puck? Yeah, def- definitely number twenty-nine. I think, <laughs> right? But li- or literally just about anyone else. Yeah, literally. because you know, and he shoots the puck, and then it goes off in the corner, and then you what? You got to depend on McDavid battling in the corner against like two penalty killers, <laughs> and then he's never there to seal the zone. Too that takes him no. so out of position, and then it gets out, and it's like. Well, we wasted all this time on a berry shot that really didn't do anything or wasn't very dangerous. Oh, yeah, and I can't even remember the one game I saw. Oh, my God. I, I remember him doing a toe drag on the blue line on a power play and losing the puck. Um, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, I think I remember that. And too. I was like, I, like, literally almost threw my drink at the TV. I was so <laughs> upset. I'm like, what are you doing, Matt? Like, I don't understand your thought process behind trying to you're like the only man behind you. You're lucky McDavid's fast. So well, the only, only guy behind, like at the back end, and you're trying to toe drag a guy. Like it doesn't make any sense. So I, was that Detroit? I want to say. Oh, that could I be it. I'm drawing Detroit a blank, game, but I do. I, I the only reason I remember it is because I remember my Jack Daniels almost went through my TV. So. <laughs> yeah. No. It was. Uh, it was rough because, like, ugh. it might have been Buffalo, actually. That, that one game that we got, like, 100 power plays for no reason. Yeah, ridiculous off. And we couldn't score on any of them. Any of them. That was, that was rough. And I think that was half the battle of that game. That was, I mean, that was kind of a weird game because, like you said, we had tons of penalties game. and for some reason could not score. Just couldn't score a power play goal. For, I have no idea why. Yeah, no, we just weren't going that night. It was really yeah. weird. Yeah, really I mean – had to be a sign as to how that road trip was going to go, I guess. Yeah, right. But yeah, uh, no, Barry has just been. It's it's tough now. It's tougher now because he's not getting the points. Yeah, 100%. and I think that's like, it's really starting to, you know, the, you know, yeah, because when you're winning and you're getting points, you know, there's stuff you can let go of, but like I, he's been getting points, but they're nowhere near the kind of points he was getting last season at this time. No, 100%. You know, and it's like, well, if you're not getting points. Why are you here? Exactly. (laughs) It's literally the only reason we had you here. So goes from leading the league and leading the defensive (laughs) players and points to, well, where are you? 
yeah, and it's it's been, I don't know, it is frustrating to watch Barry. But I, I will say he's, he hasn't been our worst defenseman, again. Like, Cuckoo and Keith, for sure, tied for that. Because, well, it's probably Cuckoo then Keith. But, I mean, if you're making Barry look good, then that's half our decor right there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and We're it's so optimistic at the beginning of the season, man. Right, really like, letting us down essentially. I mean, we're still early. Who knows? Who's to say they don't pick it up in the stretch? Maybe not Keith, but who's to say that uh, Cuckoo doesn't pick it up later down the stretch too? Right? Yeah, I mean, like, or maybe, even maybe. if our deadline acquisition is like a left, uh, a second pair left D, bump Keith down to the third pair. I mean, if Keith's playing on the third pair, maybe he's more effective. Yeah, that and like cool. you never know. Like you get like that a really solid guy in there in that top four and suddenly i don't know get mike smith back yeah oh that's it'd be nice to have him back to be honest with you um yeah i wonder if this i wonder if we'll get a chance to see a little bit of broberg then this season with those two players having like a a tough time this year i i i would i would really love to honestly because you know in that playing round against chicago even though things didn't go completely our way yeah he was pretty solid. Like he was yeah. pretty good, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and that's playoffs. Like yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, the guy deserves a chance. Well, I mean, the thing is, is like Broberg's only one year younger than Bouchard. Like, so wouldn't that technically mean he probably gets in around next season? Or I'd say, which means you'd probably want yeah. him to come in a couple times this year, right? Yeah, come and get a cup of coffee. See, see what you got. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yep, hundred percent. I mean, with Cuckoo and Keith struggling, I don't see the really the harm in it. I mean, yeah, exactly. Or I mean, Samarukov had an insane camp. Yeah, you were saying before he before he got injured there, and he's back now. I mean, oh yeah, that'd be a nice touch. You know. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> like absolutely. Uh, no, I agree with you. I agree with you, hundred percent. I mean, like I said, with these guys struggling, why not try it? Why not yeah. try it? Um. Yeah, so, but so, let's, talk, let's talk about a couple players that are not struggling this year. Yeah, we have to talk about them, even if it's you know, we we have to, we have, we to. have to. I'll let you start off with one you want to start off with. I am going to start off with our boy Uncle Leon, um, <laughs> the German tank. The oh my the uh, the, the Blitzkrieg really. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just He's, don't understand this guy. I don't understand how he just seems to get better every season. It's and it's that one timer this guy has. I don't understand. He's got that Ovechkin type job. He's, he's honestly oh, he really does a younger Ovechkin. I'd have to say because you know what feels like it. We all know exactly where he's going to be on that power play. We all know exactly where that shot's coming from on that power play. <laughs> and for some reason, this puck will find any single hole in a goaltender's armor. Yeah, it seems like, and he's well, oh, man, he's on fire this year, and I'd love to see it. I mean, we love our boy Leon, so yeah. Oh man, he's just been lights out this year, even more so than regular. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, even the year he won the heart, you know, McDavid was injured and whatnot, and, and he was argue he was definitely the best play player on our team. Then it feels yeah. like that all over again. Honestly, I see. You know, I don't think we're. I don't think it's taking away from McDavid. Not as at all. Far as the type of player he is, but a little bit of me thinks kind of Dreisaitl is kind of outshining him a little bit this year. And I, I think was going to say this year, Leon Dreisaitl has been our best player. 
yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to fathom that that would be the case. And it's, it's honestly, it's more like a one, a one B kind of deal because exactly. um, McDavid also has had a hell of a start to the season. Oh yeah. I mean, They're neck and neck for points right? and everything. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So it's not that he's not having a hell of a season either. It's just dry saddle. I mean, he's just been, been lights out and he's, yeah, yeah. he's, done a bunch of it without McDavid beside him either. So to all those people that yeah. said, well, he's been riding McDavid's coattails, can take that conversation, fold it nicely, and shove it straight where the sun don't shine. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'd tell them, well, I mean, if anything, McDavid's getting his secondary assists off Dreisaitl, So well, Exactly, right? So I like, And that's not to take away anything from McDavid, but like our power, like, I don't know. Us on the power play really does feel like, you know, you got Ovi sitting right there in his office. Mm-hmm. But like you also probably there, dishing him the puck at the same oh, yeah. time. Like, there's no, there's no doubt our power play is one of the best in history. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's rigged essentially. It, it's, it feels it's, that way. Like, it's, I, N- it's NHL uh, on. It's like playing Chell on easy mode. Really, it's <laughs> yeah. Like, you have two of the, well, would say two of the top five players in the league right now on one power play. Yep. Right, and so it's it's insane, man. It's it's lethal for a reason, and I mean, we got all these acquisitions. Like that's not even mentioning Hyman. That's not even mentioning Nuge. I was gonna say Nuge and Hopkins is like right up the top of the league for points. Right, like that's not even mentioned. I know, and like what one goal? Oh, poor boy. Yeah, one goal. But I mean, he's been dishing the puck like like no one else, and it's been crazy. We've seen. I think we're just gonna combine everyone in this little bit here because they've all been so good. But it's like. McDavid's been shooting way more this season. 100%. But I'd like to see him shoot even more, selfishly. Because, uh, you know, there are times where uh, there are times where they go for that extra pass and it really comes back to bite them. Yep. You know? I, I don't know if you've noticed that. All of them. Um, Nuge, McDavid, and Dreisaitl, I find they'll all yeah. make that play where it's like, ah, did you really need to try and do that backdoor saucer pass on their exactly. backhand? Like, really? Yep. Did you really need to try that when you could have yeah. just kind of put that to the hoop, hope for a rebound? Because, I mean, they're standing right there, so why not just try it, right? So Yeah, I mean, know, it's I, not like you yourself aren't one of the best shooters in the league. <laughs> like, right? And I think <laughs> I, I think that's one of the my favorite things about McDavid's shot is it's 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 very quick. It's, it's I mean, a, a lot of people, I think you're you're – you're focusing on how fast his feet are moving and you forget how quick his hands can move too, right? Like how oh, yeah. that, that shot comes off quick and it's, it's very similar to dry settles. I think dry settles a little bit more superior with it. He has more power. Yeah. And like he's, he'll, he'll put it through you. Whereas McDavid's got to pick a spot, I think. Yeah. I, I, for I, now, I, for now, I because that off season, uh, he was talking about working with his one timer. So maybe he'll be up there with a dry settle one T pretty quick here. Man, that'd be, uh, it's just imagine that. imagine yeah. that either side both offices occupied oh. <laughs> nuts man it'd be nuts no but uh no it has been it's been crazy and and nugent hopkins has been he's been great he's just having a quietly great season yes he is i mean like uh, he's above a point a game yeah honest just alone yeah no he's been he's been i mean he's ha- being it's it's honestly so hard because you're living in the shadow of McDavid and Drysaddle like all exactly. the time. Yeah. So you could be having a hell of a season and still be overshadowed because you're playing with McDavid and Drysaddle. Exactly. And I think that's I 
think we've talked about that before and how I think that's where he thrives the best, right? Where he doesn't get really the, the recognition. I think if you looked at it before and looked at the type of player he is now, so when he first came in here and he was that type of player that was expected to be our star back when we had Taylor Hall, Jordan Everly, players like that, right? Yep. Now he doesn't really have to be that guy, right? He can kind of be the guy that falls back and just kind of goes, plays his game, kind of plays a little yeah, bit more. I mean, as a as a playmaker too, like because he is a he's a top tier playmaker in this league. Oh, his hands as a playmaker too. You yeah. couldn't ask for better guys to pass to. No, honestly, no. Because if you're not on a line with McDavid, you're on a line with Drysaitel, and okay, <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> Sure, I guess I'll pass it to them. Right, and yeah. then and that's not even bringing up Hyman, who's going to be on one side of that too. Or, yes, Puliarvi. Oh, pool party. Who we have not talked about yet, but we have not talked about the Bison King yet. But I, <laughs> I was high on him going into the season, and I, you know, I. So remember, we had that choice. I believe. Would well, you think Yamo or Puliarvi will have the? The better, better, the better season. I went with Puliarvi, even though I love Yamo. Uh, <laughs> and I, I was like, I because I, I really believed in him this year. I really thought, you know, with the acquisition of Hyman and with him just like clicking with McDavid, it would all work out. And you know, first part of the season, you know, he was really off to a, a heater. You know, yeah, he was just he was consistently one of our best players. And he's yeah. slowed down a little bit right now, but uh, I, I think it's it's not for lack of trying. Like he's out there, busting his ass on like every shift, fighting oh, in the yeah. corners, you know, he, back checking. Uh, it's it's been great to watch. It honestly has, and you know what? He uses his size really, really well, um, especially yeah. with him protecting the puck. Like when he protects his puck and kind of does that Yarmer Yager like ass in the face thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's a hard it's a hard dude to get the puck from, right? So yeah, I think we just like I said, I just if that dude could hit the net. He would have probably <laughs> twice the amount of goals. Just as, like we've talked about before, like I mentioned before, the one thing that I've always been down about him on is the yeah. shot and the fact that he does not seem to hit the net as often as I'd like. Because honestly, the dude has a bullet. It's a bullet yeah. of a shot. Yeah. He just can't hit the net. And it's it's frustrating because he's doing everything else right. He's grinding hard in the corners. He's taking the beating in front of the net. Um yeah. Right? Like, oh, he he had a great start to the season. He's kind of lulled off a little bit, but it's not for lack of trying. Like you said, it's just I think if those if his goal-scoring touch kind of picks up a little bit more, we'll kind of see that we'll see that jump that we were kind of that you were kind of hoping for there. Yeah, I mean, like uh I think yeah, I don't even know what he's at right now. I'm just going to quickly check that. But like, yeah, I think he, he could definitely be like well, he's definitely a top six guy, you know, 100%. and that was like a question going into um, going into last season or this season even was, is this guy going to be a, a top six option, like a legitimate one? And I think, you know, he definitely has solidified himself uh, so far. He's got 15 games played, six goals, eight assists, 14 points. He's a plus five. Oh, why? Not yeah, bad. I mean. Not a bad start. To, uh, not a bad quiet start to the season, I guess. Right. I mean, that's with him lulling off. Yeah. And he's no. got. He's almost point per game. He's yep. one one point behind point per game. 
like he's been pretty good. He's he's been pretty good. Uh, like obviously he's not he's not McDavid and Dreisa. He's not gonna put up uh, multi goal games every night. But uh, you know, every every now and again, puts one in, and that's really what you need, like a consistent guy. Because he hasn't he hasn't. Uh, it feels like he hasn't really taken a night off. He's always nope. out there playing with that same kind of heart that uh, not to the same level as Hyman, but I think it kind of rubbed off on him that that's kind of how he should play to a sense. Oh, oh yeah, 100%. I mean, I think I – I th- oh, man. Sorry, Winnipeg just scored. I think if uh, – I know. I think if you uh, – oh, now I'm just devastated. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think Pugliarvi has a great skill set, and I think with that size, like he's uh, you don't really kind of notice it, but like while he's playing, but Pugliarvi is actually a big dude. Like he is not small, and I think this is the type of player that uses his size so well. And like I said, if this dude could just get his shot going, I think he could put up probably thirty in a season easy. Yeah, I think so too. I think he's definitely got the skill sets and the tools to do it it just needs you know he just needs a bit of refinement and you know that's that's not too bad i mean this is what is like third season in the league like third full one third or fourth third or fourth i want to say yeah yeah and, i can't remember uh, how many seasons he played before he decided to go back um yeah i think i think he played two yeah, and then so and then he's this will be his second season here. So yeah, so this will be his fourth season. So you know, I you know it's, it's not bad, honestly. Man. I don't even count those first two though. Personally, no, it's no. He was kind of thrown into the wolves. Yeah, um, in my eyes, I don't think he. I think he is the type of player that probably should have. Oh my goodness gracious! Sorry. Oh, oh. sorry. Oh my goodness gracious! McDavid, everybody. Wow. McDavid, everybody. I don't know if y'all are watching. This game, this present time, you guys have already obviously seen it by the time this airs. But that McDavid goal, I am telling you, this guy, I, this guy, I, this guy, man, this, this guy. guy. Can we just talk about McDavid again for a second? This because, guy. Oh my god! <laughs> like, how does he make it look so easy? Literally, the game was at a stalemate this entire time, and then he just decides to just do that. Yeah, like where was that for the other freaking <laughs> fifty minutes of this game? I don't understand, McDavid. I'm just kidding. No. Um. I mean, we haven't talked about that one against the Rangers yet, even. Oh, dude, man. <laughs> no, we haven't, actually. Like, oh, that, that, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, no, we God, haven't. I get through the whole team. The whole team, dude. I yeah. was like, what? I was What? Insane. What? And, like, the whole time that play was going on, I was just mind-boggled. I was on the edge of my seat that whole Rangers game. It was so exciting. Yeah, that was a nuts game, man. So back and forth, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! And then to win it all in OT was like, ugh, carry on top. Right, I know. I was happy. Oh, <laughs> the best comeback that, I think we've had in a very long time. Yeah, no, it was one of the most exciting games I've seen in a long time. Yeah, because I believe when it was four-one, my yeah. wife was like, "Yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out. Like this is getting pretty boring." And I'm like, <laughs> "I don't know. I have, I have this weird feeling tonight. I have this weird feeling tonight." And then sure enough, she comes like. She can hear me screaming downstairs and freaking McDavid. <laughs> McDavid. Yeah, no, that was insane. That was a really good game. Yeah. That was he's he's the best player in the world for a reason. And because yeah. he can skate through four or five guys, don't even matter. Now, if only he'd just shut up about penalties. 
Yeah, right. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a dumb take, but whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Torts. What are you torts doing? being torts, right? Just torts being torts. Yeah, right. That's... I just blame it to senility at this point. Yeah. Uh, whatever. He's probably just trying to squeeze a few five seconds of fame back out. He's just reminding right. everyone he's still looking for a job. He just wants to be yeah. trending on Twitter again. You know, if, if anyone wants to just give him a shout out, he's John Tortorella. Here's my McDavid take. Right. I, I don't know. It just the thing is, it seemed like it was it was a take that seemed to be pretty popular, like four years ago, almost at this point. That like McDavid's not great defensively, and that you know he's he needs to change his game if he wants to win in this league. Like that kind of like that, that's kind of like a thing. Maybe the first two years in the league. So I'm gonna and, sit like, here. And, I'm gonna sit here and say that. I do think McDavid needs to change something, but it's you not do. its not his gameplay. I think it's more his okay. emotion, and it's kind of one of those things that you and I have talked about before that we kind of both kind of wish we saw a little bit more emotion on the bench yes. and just yeah. during a game from McDavid. But honestly, that would be about it. That Honestly, I just yeah. want him to take that leadership role. I, Honestly, if you got to yell at a dude, yell at a dude. I watched that one game the other day where he started yelling at Paul Yarvey on the bench. I was going to say. Hell. I was like, hell yeah, give it to him, man. Let him know this is what we need to do. Like, get him fired up, get him straightened up. That's your job as the captain, right? And that's honestly, that would be my only complaint to McDavid is that I just think he's, if things are going wrong, you just kind of see him sitting on the bench and you can see him grinding his teeth, but he doesn't seem to want to say anything, right? So, yeah, I mean, he's got to be more of a vocal leader. I agree, but I mean, that's that's more of a mentality thing over than a yeah, gameplay thing. Like I said, that's the only thing about his game because I mean, technically, it is part of the game because I think even on the ice, he can be a little bit more. I mean, more, he's not a small dude. What I think he's about 6'1, six, 6'2. Six, yeah, yeah, no, he's so a big it's not guy. like he's small. I mean, I'm not gonna expect him to get in there and freaking brouhaha anybody, but yeah. um, at the same time, I think I want to see him getting in there and grinding out players a little bit more, and maybe go in there and hit a guy every once in a while. I, I do notice that he does do that when uh, when it seems the guys are down. You know, he goes out there, he lays a big hit. Yeah, he does. And that it was seems evident to... in the Shark series. Uh, it a few seems years ago. To... well, and that's the thing, right? And it's not a consistent thing. And I yeah, think you look at some players like I mean, let's let's just say Ovechkin, one of the greatest players to ever, one of the greatest goal scorers to ever play the game. I'd when, say greatest players went so long without winning a Stanley Cup with such amazing teams, and he ended up having to change his game, and then they ended up winning a game, and it wasn't like it's. Was, wasn't too much of his game he had to change. And, like, for McDavid, it's even less. The only thing he's got to do is bring that emotion. You kind of look at Ovechkin. He's been known his whole career for one of those guys that is emotional. And it's not yep. like a bad emotional. He doesn't get angry. He just gets fired up. And mm -hmm. it's I think we just don't see enough of it from McDavid. We saw it on that goal against the Rangers where after he scored, you could see it on his face, and it became an instant meme all across Twitter. But And then just that <laughs> sheer, like, yeah, like, you know, that excitement that he has. Yeah. That, get, let's go, boys, basically. It does. I mean, it does something for you when you when you see the, your leader, like, that mm -hmm. pumped up to go, you know? Yeah, 100%, it makes right? you, like, want to wanna join him there. Yeah, it's just, just simple things. And I think towards is just, kind of passes prime on that uh the guy telling a guy that he's gonna change his ways yet he's without a job but hey that's none of my that's none of my tea to sip I guess but uh I mean I 
like towards I, I kind of I like him as a coach. He's he's a good coach, but that was very. I think I like it. It was a bad take. It was a bad take. take. Yeah, bad, bad, bad. He's the best take. player in the world. Yeah, like by far. The best point. player to ever step onto an NHL arena. <laughs> and you're going like, to sit there and, yeah, he's going to change his game. Yep, he's definitely going to change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Well, like, that's the case, man. I think a lot of it, you got to remember, like, playoff success isn't attributed to a single player. It's a whole team. And we've never really had a team that we knew could make a deep run. Exactly. So for these guys to constantly say, hey, McDavid's got to change this, that, the other thing, I think, in all fairness, it's it's terrible take because how can you sit there and say he's ever had a team that's been a true, true contender? Exactly. I mean, like, we, there's always been a glaring hole or two on mm-hmm. an Oilers team while McDavid's been here. And, I mean, like, we could talk about, about who's, like, if the GM should be doing more or whatnot – that's a conversation for another day. But like the fact of the matter is, is the ice, the, the roster on the ice, the roster on the ice and yeah, McDavid okay. can only do his so part. much, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he can't do everything. Well, and that's, and that's what a lot of people need to realize. And like playoffs are a team sport. That's why it's always like that longest debate of, Oh, Ovechkin versus Crosby. Well, he's never won a cup. Well, it's a team game. Like at the end of the day, like McDavid always oh, never won a cup. That's a team game at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all these great players that have never actually won a Stanley Cup. Excuse me. Hall of Fame players that have never won a Stanley Cup. And, you know, it's kind of like a blemish on elite on their record because they're expected to be those players that carries their team. But, I mean, in today's NHL, you need a team. It's, there's no carry in your team. There's no going out and getting Gretzky seven goals in a game deal. You know what I mean? Like it's – there's none of that anymore. It's tight, tight checking. You need a solid goaltender. It literally starts from goaltending, works to your defense, and then the goal scoring comes second, third. In all fairness, if you don't have good goaltending and you don't have quality defense, then it doesn't matter if you put up – well, you're not going to put up a lot of points in in playoffs, right? We all know it's – you might have a game or two that is a high-scoring game, but, like, very rare. A lot of them are very tight, very close checking, right? So, and, yeah. That's just my take on it. I think people just need to realize it's 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 a team game and not a not a McDavid not a show. show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, um, I guess maybe we'll we'll give the last little bit here and rapid fire some stuff after we talk about. I'll, I'll let you go on about Koskinen actually. Okay, man. So about uh, I Koskinen. feel like we can't end this without talking. Oh about man. Okay, so. Everybody's like, oh, man, like, I just really want everybody to apologize to Koskinen, blah, 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 blah. No, no, I don't want to apologize to Koskinen. I'm still so upset Mike Smith isn't in there because, in all fairness, I have not been impressed with Mike Koskinen. Uh, Mike Koskinen, holy (laughs) Koskinen at all, like, at all. I know he's got a solid record right now, but, oh, man, he's just – the goals he's been letting in, like, ridiculous. It's – the only reason we're winning games is because we're outscoring teams. And it's not that we're outscoring them two to one or three to two or three to one. We're literally forced to outscore them five to four. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. Oh man. It's, it's, I just, I, I, I know people are excited. We're winning and they want to attribute him to us winning, but in all fairness, I have to attribute our offense to us winning because you notice the games where our offense wasn't buzzing. We, we lost. Um, we, how many games of those? It was either get a goal scored on the first shot, the second shot, or the third shot. You pick. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. Yeah, um, I will say that I am not as low on Koskinen. I'd I, I say he's been pretty decent, but I will agree with you on his inconsistency. Oh, now, he starts some of the game, goals, man. Oh, man. Yeah, he starts a game like like the rest of the team, though, I will say. like He starts flat. But when you're a goalie and you're flat and you make a mistake, it's bad. And it's really noticeable. And I mean, he like the rest of the team kind of heats up towards the end. He makes some good saves. He makes some highlight real saves. But I mean, that that sour taste in your mouth is always there from that bad goal, and then you you lose by it or something. If, if that's the case, I can't remember the goal I watched. He gets. I can't remember who it was, but he was literally in the crease. He pushed off and went instead of like squared up to the puck. He was completely sideways. Like halfway out of the net, I'm like, "What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> they scored on the play, obviously, because they had three quarters of the net to shoot at. But he was completely sideways, and the guy was in front of him. He literally turned. I watched him turn, <laughs> trying to make the save. And you know what? Another thing is, this dude's a big dude. Why is he always on his knees? Always. Yeah. Always I'm reacting right. before the puck, and it's just I don't know, man. I think when it comes to your goaltending, when like, especially nowadays, man, like. We really need to start. We really need to start starting strong, but like our goaltenders need to be the ones that hold us in there, right? And that's what we love so much about Mike Smith is that he might let in one bad goal a game, but I've seen Koskinen let multiple in games go, and it's it's really it, it hurt us a lot on that um, that road trip, I think, especially. Yeah. But, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm not as happy with Koskinen as everybody else is right now. That's all I got to say. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I think that, you know, it's, uh, is, is that a double minor? I hope not. Uh, uh sorry. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I will agree. I mean, those, those, that slow starts are really bad and they're pretty egregious, but, uh, I don't know. I think that he can keep you in a game, but I don't agree with people saying that we should resign him. I I would much much rather go and see who else. I mean, maybe if you resigned him to like maybe like a mill one more year and keep him as a backup because I think he'd be a decent backup. I think he'd be a decent backup too. Um like like you said, I think because I'm against Winnipeg honest. where he made that unreal save where the puck came up and no, I think it was the game before where he made the save and it came kind of – I think they ended up winning it and it came up and, like, he came back, blocked it, and it kind of, like, rolled up, like – Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what I'm talking about? Stick. Yeah, and then he ended up kind of saving it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that was – um. He's shown he's been able to make unreal saves. Um, yes. But then he's shown that he's let in, honestly, I want to say, like, Beer league goals, to be honest with you, some of them. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think he's been. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you because my second point to that is I, I do kind of understand where rescinding Koskinen comes in because Mike Smith. I mean, he's like he is older, <laughs> and those things are really, really, uh, they're really showing their fangs right now because he's out and he's injured. And then he re-injures himself. Yeah. Or he re-aggravates it. What and is it? Does anybody know? 
I believe it was a lower body injury, but that's yeah. what we know. Curious um, as to what it is. Yeah, I, I'd imagine maybe like a knee or something. Something that you could re-aggravate like that. Yeah, or growing probably. Yeah, or groin. And and he's like I don't know. When when you when you get to that age and you start taking those massive injuries that take you out for a long period of time, like what is he almost gonna be out like three weeks now? Something like that, if not longer. Basically, yeah, I think what Koskinen – well, this is Skinner's second game. Koskinen played, what, 11? So he's only played two games, right? Mike yeah, Smith. he's only played like two, three games this season. So, so he's been out for a while, going on three weeks, I think, after this week. Yep. So, uh, so it's kind of half the half the age thing, right? So yeah, I, I, one would wonder if he maybe, I don't know, maybe calls it a career after this year if like his injury troubles keep going, which mm-hmm. I hope not. But if he does call it a career after this year, just to like you know preserve his body for his the rest of his life, which yeah, no one no one would blame him for that at all. Uh, no, like all. you know. It, it is what it is. I mean, that's the risk you take with having uh, an older goalie. Well, it, I mean, it's one of those things. It's not a position that's easy either. It's, exactly. It's, it's one of the hardest positions in the game, right? So Yeah. If especially not the hardest. So Exactly. Especially on your body, right? So, I mean, you got to be so limber. You got there's, there's just so much that goes into it. There's a lot. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you try sitting in a squat for freaking 30 seconds or even 40 seconds and then going <laughs> side to side at the same time. Like, it's hard on a dude that's probably 20, let alone a guy that's that age, right? So, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's it is what it is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I wish him all the best of luck and a speedy recovery because hope to see you soon. Hope to see you soon. Yeah. You know, I think we're just about to end it here, but just I want to rapid fire a few things with you. Okay, let's go. Stuart Skinner. Stuart Skinner. Um, give him like a, a letter grade and maybe a comment. Um, you know what? I think that first game that he played, yep. uh, a little, little rough, but this game against Winnipeg right now, mm-hmm. he has been lights out. Lights out. So I would give him, let's give him. Uh, a B minus. B minus. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, let's go with pretty much all of our bottom six. Uh, Benson. Benson. I'm gonna give a. I'm gonna give a B minus too. Same as right. uh, McLeod. Yeah. Same as McLeod. Uh, Perlini. Yep. Perlini. I'm. I'm gonna give a C. I feel like he's kind of been MIA since uh, training camp. To be honest with you. Agreed. Turris. Turris, uh, I've always really liked Turris, so I'm going to actually give him a B minus two. All right. Uh, all right. Fair enough. Uh, and then what, Sevier and Shore? Sevier and Shore. You know what? I, Devil Shore. I love that guy. <laughs> um, I'm going to give him I'm gonna give him a B plus until his, because before his injury, he was uh, he was honestly playing really, really good alongside. Uh, oh, my God. I'm spacing right now. Why? Why, me, Lord? <laughs> Is uh Shore, Perlini, and Terrace was the right, but um, Shore and uh, Terrace, yeah, sorry, holy, no, no. I'm all over the place right now. <laughs> That's fine. Shore has looked really good this year, let's just put it that way. So, I'm, I'm gonna give him a B, plus. I'm gonna give him a B, plus. 100%. 
Uh, all right then. I guess that's that's. I think that's everyone. That's it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much for tuning in on another episode of the New Era Oilers podcast, presented to you by the New Era Hockey Network. I'm Nick Chung. This was Brett Wilson. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at New Era Oilers. We'll see you guys next week. Later. In this moment.